Welcome to Diversity Matters, the podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion at Ireland Home-Based Services. I'm your co-host, Jennifer Wells. And I'm your other co-host, Susanna Olivas. As a way to start this episode, we want to remind you what D-E-N-I stand for. The D stands for diversity, E stands for equity, and the I stands for inclusion. We also want to remind you that the mission statement for the DE&I committee is working together to build a diverse, equitable, and inclusive environment for all. In this episode, we want to talk about human trafficking and how it affects different people from various cultures or diverse backgrounds. We know that this is a sensitive topic and we want to advise you to listen only if you are comfortable. We also want to preface this podcast by stating that not everyone will experience or come into contact with someone who has experienced or been involved with human trafficking. In this podcast, we will be talking about both the victims and the traffickers. A human trafficker is someone who transports, harbors, exploits, or lures someone for either himself or to be transported to somebody else for a profit. We are also going to talk about the red flags to look out for when it comes to human trafficking. We want to be able to give you as many tools and information you may need to help those around you or those you work with. The United States Department of Justice defines human trafficking as a crime that involves exploiting a person for labor, services, or commercial sex. Human trafficking is also known as modern-day slavery. According to the United Nations, men, women, and children can all be victims to human trafficking. Keep in mind that there is more than one way that a person can be trafficked. A person can be used for forced labor, bonded labor, debt bondage, involuntary domestic servitude, forced child labor, sex trafficking, and child commercial sex trade. In 2006, the Department of State reported that the most common form of slavery is prostitution in advanced countries, constituting about 46%, 27% in domestic servitude, 10% in agriculture, and 5% in sweatshops. Traffickers will use many means of control over their victims. These include the following, deception, false promises, false or forced marriage, abduction, threats, drugs, debt bondage, witchcraft, kidnapping, and many, many others. In 2005, the International Labor Organization reported that an estimated 12.3 million people are enslaved due to trafficking. Out of that, 2.5, it is estimated that 56% come from Asia and the Pacific Islands, 10% come from Latin America and the Caribbean, 9.2% come from the Middle East and Northern Africa, 5.2% come from Sub-Saharan Africa, and 10.8% come from the industrial countries such as the United States. So why is this information pertinent to our lives and jobs? Simply because we may come in contact with a client who has either been trafficked or someone who has played a role in the trafficking industry. And it is vital for us to understand how to approach these individuals appropriately. In order for our team to do this, we want to talk about how culture and diversity come into play with human trafficking. In many ways, culture is what brings people together. In some circumstances, however, culture can act as a barrier. This can be especially true in sex trafficking situations in which cultural differences can act as an obstacle keeping victims from accessing help. Two key elements to consider when it comes to trafficking are religion or spirituality and family structure. 
These elements work to create a common set of values, ideas, and perception among the different members in society. Religion and spirituality are a cultural barrier. You may ask why, and the answer is because victims of human trafficking are often stripped of their beliefs, traditions, and cultural practices and forced to adopt the life of the oppressor. It becomes a goal of the trafficker to take away one's freedom and sense of judgment. Culture also comes into play when a victim is taken to a new country or foreign place. The victim will have to learn to adapt to new ways of life. They will have to eat new food, learn a new language, wear different clothes, and at times have different hairstyles. This will make it so that they will have to become a new person from who they once were by losing any sense of themselves. Another thing to consider when looking at human trafficking is income. Individuals from a low-income demographic are victimized by traffickers. Traffickers can lure their victims with promises of a better life for themselves or lure them with a better life for their family. This better life is typically disguised as a job in another country. Some may even sell a victim into trafficking as a way to pay off a debt or make money. Due to a strong family culture, some victims may go willingly in order to help provide income to their family members. These victims will later on be resistant to help because they want to continue helping their families. In many parts of the world, there is a hierarchy of human life. In Asia, this is known as the caste system. The caste system is used to determine who is valuable and who is not in society. Those who are not considered valuable come from lower class families. These families are then targeted by traffickers because they usually go unnoticed. There are many signs to look out for when it comes to spotting human trafficking. Mm -hmm. One thing to keep in mind is that these signs do not guarantee that human trafficking is occurring. Be sure to use caution and inform the proper authorities and majority of these signs will be something you will have to use your better judgment on. In order to report human trafficking or suspected human trafficking, you may call the U.S. National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or you can text HELP to BE FREE or 233-733. The National Human Trafficking Resource Center is a national toll-free hotline available 24-7 answer calls from anywhere in the country. Signs you will want to look out for include seeing houses or apartments with too many people living in them. This is something you will need to make a judgment call on as some cultures live in blended households and will also have many people living under one roof. When it comes to these homes, you may also see those occupying the homes leave or get dropped off at the same times. Another thing to keep in mind is that a light may be on at strange times or all the time. This can also be true for a workplace who may have their lights on at strange hours. You may also see people who seem scared or confused. This could be because in some instances, substances or drugs are used to keep victims dormant or unaware. Again, this is something that is a judgment call. These people may have untreated injuries or the victims will have others speaking on their behalf. The victims may also avoid eye contact or conversation altogether. Victims may also have poor health due to malnutrition or untreated dental conditions. Victims will also not be able to have access or control to their own documents such as IDs or passports. They may not have access to their own mail or their phone. If they do have a phone, the phone will be held by others or they will be limited on what they can use the phone for. 
if a victim does have a form of identification, it may be fake. A human trafficking victim may be resistant to getting help or asking for help. Victims may not be willing to tell others about their situation. They might be in fear that the trafficker will hurt their families if they try to get help or escape. A victim will want to stay with their trafficker to ensure that their debt is paid off as a way to keep their families safe and cared for. On a rare occasion, victims may also be coerced into believing that they are being controlled through witchcraft. Or a victim may simply not see themselves as a victim. They may not realize that they are being controlled or even accept that they were being controlled. You can also look for someone who has goods that they cannot afford. This can include designer bags, shoes, clothes, or jewelry, as traffickers generally want the victims to look desirable. A victim may also be instructed to lie about their age or have a fake ID. This can be for a myriad of reasons, but it is something to keep an eye out for. There are many, many red flags that you can look out for when it comes to helping those in a human trafficking situation. But again, not all of us will come into contact with someone from a trafficking environment, but we do want you to be aware of the signs. We may have clients who have escaped or who are currently involved, and we must remain vigilant to help each client live in a safe environment. If you ever suspect or believe that one of your clients is a victim of human trafficking, please be sure to loop in your supervisor immediately. If your supervisor is not able to answer, then you must reach out to the bat phone immediately. We want to reiterate that in order to report human trafficking, you may call the U.S. National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text HELP to Be Free or 233-733. The National Human Trafficking Resource Center or NHTRC is a national toll-free hotline available 24 answer to answer calls from anywhere in the country. Other websites to go to for more information include the Department of Homeland Security's website at www.dhs.gov, the United States Department of Health's website at www.state.gov, or the United States Department of Justice at www.justice.gov. Thank you again for listening to our latest episode of Diversity Matters. To recap this episode, we talked about human trafficking and how it can affect the clients that we work with. We also talked about the different signs to look for in order to identify human trafficking and how you can report suspected human trafficking to the proper authorities. Please remember to look for credible resources such as the ones mentioned. For any more information or questions you may have in regards to human trafficking. We want you to keep an eye on your emails for our upcoming episodes. We would like to have a guest speaker on the show, so please let us know if you would like to be a part of this podcast. We would like to hear from you as well, so please send us or the Diversity Committee your feedback. We also want to know what you want to hear on our podcast, so we ask for you to submit your request as well. We cannot wait to hear from you all.